Hi, I'm Emma. And Joe. And this is 40 Sexy Overheard. Um, an I'm, unscripted. And unedited. Podcast. Yay. Thanks for listening. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about, oh my gosh, so much excitement with the election. <laughs> and feeling hope and feeling just um, embracing change. And right. the whole world is different. So we're actually, um, I think we've kind of, honestly, I meant to tell you this before. I feel like we sort of give it up that we're not a political podcast, which we aren't a political podcast. We're trying podcast, not to be. But we, um, you know, at first we're always trying to keep our politics out of the podcast. It's hard. I think, I think that was going to be hard. But most likely will not be so hard moving ahead, I think. And, you know, That's true. Years. It's not going to be so divisive. Yeah. But, <laughs> and there goes that political thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted to, I know, I know everybody's talking about the election. We're not here to like go over the number of votes and do our analysis, <laughs> but we're definitely going to talk about the election. We totally are. And um, our topic is hopefulness, that's kind of topic. though, well, because of that, right? Yeah. Hopefulness or, with the election. Well, yeah, we have a topic, not a title. So like, oh, yes, yeah, the election change, hope. Right. Yeah. Um, but first we have, well, I don't, ha- I don't actually have an update. I'm just going to plead the fifth on my updates this week and share them in a different episode. Well, anything about your health? I just meant to ask. How's that oh, going? Oh, um, no, I mean, no, nothing exciting. Just like more frustration, like nothing, nothing, you know, has really come to help me with anything. So it's just. But you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Because last time we talked about the pelvic examiner, right? Or did we not? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't think we did, actually. It doesn't feel right. We did. We yeah. didn't. Okay, this happened. So there's your update. Okay, this Here. is my update. I so do, Emma's I got a pelvic exam hope, update. I always hope I have a good story. Here we go. Okay, so this is my funny story. Um, oh, my God. So I, as you know, I've been having these issues with health and basically like this UTI thing going on, whatever. Then, then they can't really figure out what's wrong with me. So finally... I go um, talk to my doctor and she says, you know, like, it, basically it could be one thing we can test for one more thing or, but I tell some women that maybe, you know, they should um, get a pelvic, they're right. a pelvic occupational therapist, I think she calls it, to like see how everything's kind of like shaped up in there to make sure like nothing's too tight or too wound up or something like, you know, like she's. But, How does that work, a pelvic therapist? Well, let me tell you because I Google it. Okay, so she says, would you be interested in seeing one? And I was like. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, like if that would help, I'm picturing it like a gyno, you know, like I'm like, sure, what would that really That's be? That's what I'm thinking. Well, it's not. Oh, thank I Google God. It, and it's like oh, this person, this pelvic person spending like 45 minutes with their hand in your vagina, like they're inside around. your vagina. Yeah. So you're <laughs> kind of massaging areas where maybe you're. Like what the fuck? I, like in my case, too tight or wound up because that's my problem, right? Like I'm not. There could also probably be someone who's like shoving things back into you and fixing it that way. Wow. But my issue is like this is a very intimate massage. This is a very yeah. So I Google this and I'm like, sure, I'm you know I'm willing to try. And so I've she never goes, had hey, it professionally done. <laughs> who has? If anyone has, please. please not professionally know. done. No. <laughs> oh, I get it. Ha 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 ha. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, so so she recommends, she's like, I have this amazing person. You've got to call her. And she tells me the name. And I'm like, wait. So this is like a little Maui story. I'm like, wait, that is the same name as Layla's best friend's mother. The only per- person I've been carpooling with during distance learning. Like literally the only parent I interact with on a daily basis. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so I figure out, oh, it's her. I had no idea all this time. It's like we drop off. Yeah, I don't morning. know if I would announce I'm, that either. If I were <laughs> right, well, she's always dressed like a nurse, so I figured she was a nurse. I didn't it's know just what an kind of interesting nurse. specialty, isn't it? And I'm dressed like a teacher, and I'm sure she, you know, like whatever. I mean, that's what we do. We haven't had an 
conversations. Then I Google it. She's got like, she's the only one in Maui that does this private practice. And she's got like these pictures where she's like with little flowers. And so I'm guessing like, men won't be, they, I wouldn't guess that they are allowed to be a pelvic therapist. Well, why not? Men can be gynecologists. Yeah, but they're not up your JJ like that for 45 minutes. That's almost like, you know, it's almost like some sort of, I don't know, violation maybe. <laughs> Unless you're like super hot and, you know, you kind of want him inside of you in that way. But I don't know. This <laughs> then is, you can break the rule. This, could, this sounds kind of dangerous in so many ways, you know? No, it was, so basically then after I find out though that that's the person, I, I was sitting there, I'm like, this problem has been so annoying. Like, I don't want to have this problem. But at the same point, do I really want like Layla's, you know, my carpool partner with her hand inside of me for 45 that minutes. That is just, I can't get over that right yeah. now. <laughs> so oh finally, my God. though, I got to the point, I was like, I'd rather, I'd ra- I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for her. Like, she's got to be a professional, whatever. Like, Has I had to some be. advice from friends along the way about, like, she'll be professional. Like, don't worry. And insurance pays for this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so just like, what? too like i'm like so she's just gonna like put her hand in there and like massage the inside and then like Holy that's crap. gonna make it not be like a problem um that's so weird <laughs> but anyway at the very last minute like hail mary they came up with another person but also very sketchy because i'm like do i want to go with like the carpool lady who's no. also, like the professional pelvic examiner or want to go with the chick at my medical group that like is she a pelvic examiner or is she like somebody <laughs> Who just likes her hand up somebody's coochie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I haven't gone yet, but I decided to go with the unknown person. Oh, my God. We definitely need an update on I that I will update one. you. I know. Because I was, like, reading about it, and some of the women were like, I developed such an intimate relationship with, for this uh, person. Yeah. <laughs> and now I feel so open. I feel so good. And I'm like, yeah, because they were, like, fingering you for 45 minutes. So he, I'm guessing it's, like, a whole hand. Yeah, I think it's a lot. Like, I think it's like, like, it's like fisting, but not. <gasps> Oh, your butt. I, no, no, and okay, and it has to do with dilation too. By the way, this was interesting. So, like, they put you can put little rings inside of you to open yourself up. Sure. Okay. I guess so <laughs> that's part of it too. So you get you get this massage, and they put these things inside of you that would open you up more. I am clenching right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, the thing about I'm like I don't know if this is really my thing cuz I can do kegels like a champ. Like, right? I can forget. Yeah, that's can, what like, I'm saying. Do kegels, I can put the marble in there. I can like walk around the rope it's like with a marble walnut. In me. <laughs> Crack I can like a, a walnut. walnut in my vagina. No, I can totally. So, I'm like I don't know what this is going to be, but I guess it's the so it's the opposite. It's it's like when you have No, you're not cracking a walnut. No, I mean I'm just joking, but I'm saying like I think it's kind of funny. The whole situation, whatever. What an interesting career. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. And I, I just think it's so funny. <laughs> She's so nice. This woman, by the way, is so lovely, and I'm not making fun of her Sure. Anyway. She's such a nice person. But it's so funny because I would have never in a million years pictured that that was, like, her profession. And there must be a story behind it. Like, there has yeah. to be a reason. And for me, okay, this is just my little Maui guess here. Is she's a woman who's like old? She's older. She's probably maybe ten years older than me, or you know, like she has a daughter the same age as mine. Anyway, and her husband's a lot older. Mm. So things happen later in life for her. So I'm just wondering if maybe she had like that issue, and then she went to her own pelvic therapist, and then things open up for her, and then I don't know. Wow. <laughs> 
I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. But seriously, if anyone listening has ever gotten pelvic occupational therapy, please let me no, know. No, I'm sure was. it's great. Or I will. The next, I mean, I'm going to go. Re- I mean, even if like something else changes, I'm still going to just check this out. Yeah, I want to know. I might want to try it out. I know. I'm going to let everyone know how it was. You know what I, I mean? Can, I can recommend. You know what? I'll, I'll take all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> I got great insurance. I might as well use it. <laughs> yeah, it's covered by insurance, apparently. Apparently so. Or maybe you have to have a referral. Maybe oh, I, have I a bet. Referral. It sounds like a specialty thing. Yeah. Can't just show up at her. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse hey, me. it's a Friday night. I need a filming. <laughs> a massage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay, I'm glad I had an update then. Thank that is a great that update. One. That was a good one. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll follow up when I get my exam. Absolutely. Okay, you've got some serious updates. I have. Actually, mine started off serious, but it's it's good now. But um, update, when was it? Last Tuesday. That was a, a week and a half ago. Oh, was it only a week ago? Yeah. The Tuesday before Election Day, let's call it that. It was a Tuesday before Election Day, absolutely. Yeah, so it was more than a week. Yeah, you're right. It just feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, um, some homeless guy came into my office. Well, he was going to try and push me back into my office. I have the layout of my office, you know, isn't... Anyway... So um, he he like went into my front door and um, I could tell that he was about to push me into my office and it was like six thirty at night nobody else was in the on the second floor so I instead of him pushing me in my office I attacked him first and um, and I shoved him and I was yelling and I, I yelled you know get the fuck out of here and. And anyways, it was a, a bit of physical altercation, obviously. <laughs> but he ran away. See, yay. But it wasn't so simple because, you know, it was like, seriously, it was like a Mexican standoff where we just stared at each other. We were both kind of like um, gauging each other. You know, I could tell he was trying to see if he could take me and shove me back in my office. And I was like, oh, hell no. I knew that if that happened. There's no way. I, he was not about to take me yeah, down. Yeah, you had like that total fighter instinct. Yeah, so that's it, right? Because uh, thank God that I, 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 I've I been boxing, uh, traditional boxing since I was 23 years old. So, you know, I've, I've been, I'm a fighter, really. I, I've never had to use it, but I used to spar and all this stuff. But anyway, um, because of that, I've never had to, I didn't realize, you know, how important those skills were. That until that moment when this this uh, homeless guy was like seriously was, ooh anyway and he had his shirt off he had muddy feet no shoes and um, yeah he ran away but the scary part is a couple of days later he came back and um, pooped inside the the um, the office next to mine. I, got, I know this because I got a note from the person that was in that office saying there's a homeless guy here and he pooped inside. I, and so take every precaution and all of this. So, of course, you know, I had already called the cops, did a police report, talked to the landlords. So now they're going to put um, cameras, but still. Oh, they are. They are. I didn't tell oh, you that. Good. Yeah. No. Okay. That's good. Yeah. But I, it scared me enough. To, well, I realized that, you know, because I work really late and I work till like 7.30 at night and nobody else is upstairs in the building after that. Yeah. So um, I've decided, so um, it's, I guess we can go into the hopefulness later too, but I've, I've started jujitsu. Awesome. Which <laughs> I've never done. I've always had, I've always had just a good stand-up game. I've never had any ground game. Right. So, if, you know, I can punch, I can kick, but if you get me on the ground, I'm, I'm helpless. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy, Me seriously, too. yeah, <laughs> right. And no, this guy was like, it was, it was pretty gnarly because they're like, 
you know, I think back to it now. I was like, what if I didn't know how to fight? What if I had ran to my office and I know he would have ran right behind me, shoved me in my, you know, there's a lot of bad things that could have happened. But because I've been, a, you know, I was, I have a fighting background. I could see what he was about to do. I could see the whole thing. It was like in slow motion. But yeah, it was just, um, so my update is, is this, the fear is such a great motivator to, um, <laughs> to find hope and, and, um, uh, and. Or fear is a motivator for change. Yeah, that's a good I point. I feel like you Absolutely. brought it to hope, but for, I think fear is a legitimate, that can be very negative or very positive, right? Fear would be motivating change. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that, you know, I've never wanted to be on a mat and have my face on a mat rolling with some stinky guy, sweaty, and it, it's not my thing. That's why I've never done it. Like, But now I'm doing it just because, you know, when your life depends on it, or at least, you know, I don't want to get assaulted, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing that you, t- ch- you right away went, first of all, like, you know, when you told me the story, I'm like, that you had, like, the wherewithal and the, like, instinct to protect yourself right away. And, you know, this could have been so much worse and you protected yourself and got like got through it on, you know, like in that moment is incredible. And I think we're going to do like a whole show about this. But like, you know, that is that that is very what happened to you is very scary. And the fact that you were able to just handle it and, you know, like I'm so impressed. And then even more so to turn it into, okay, now I'm going to like do this. You know what I mean? There's, I mean, there's a lot to unpack in it, and I think we really should do, like, basically a whole, we are going to probably do a whole episode kind of about attacks and assault and stuff yeah. like that, um, but, I mean, I'm so, like, in awe, and Aww. I think it's amazing <laughs> that you're going to be doing, you know, jiu-jitsu. Right, so watch out. So but, I'll just call you. If, right, you know. I'm, oh my gosh, yeah, but it was like, you know, the cops, actually, I wasn't too scared up until the cops came and told me some stories, and were like... Anyway, they, they they were really kind and nice. But, you know, after they told me what could happen and what could have happened, I'm like, holy fuck, that's really scary. Uh, so um, so that's what, another reason I'm like, nope, I'm doing jujitsu. Like it or not, I'm just, I need to. And so let's see, I think that's my update. Uh, and um, let's see, surf was good. <laughs> we know. <laughs> nice and mellow. It was really mellow today. It was nice and glassy, though. Um, let's see what else. I think that's it. So that, that's a big thing that, you know, the big thing for me is not just, you know, I had this altercation with, I attacked a homeless guy before he attacked me. (laughs) (laughs) I know the cop was like, I think you might've probably shocked him by, by you, you know, I'm like, I know, huh? I didn't even think about it until the cop was like, no, but "Um, that's such an element of surprise. Like, (laughs) I think that's my only weird thing that I have as a weapon in my back pocket is if not that necessarily fighting thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm just like a weird person and I could picture someone like, you know, like I said, I think I told this story before about getting held up at gunpoint. Did I? Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah, that was so. And, like, somebody puked and someone was crying, and then like the guy was like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, so I feel like sometimes the element of surprise can be like that good of you know, right? But you did more. I mean, you were like badass surprise. I, I was. Uh, oh my god! Like it was like yeah, it was crazy. I I actually attacked him first. Because he could have attacked me back, but I think he was so shocked that that's what he did instead of running towards for sure, my office. For sure. Yeah. And that's so. like, we got to get into that when we do this episode too, that the predatory like nature of a person oh, nice. like that, yeah. who thinks that, you know, they're going to just have their power. And when somebody stands up for themselves, they just literally shit their pants, clearly. 
Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh my god, is yeah. So he probably shit that night. They just didn't find it till later. <laughs> probably right. It came back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So now the the much the more better update. <laughs> is, more better. The more better update is that now I'm doing jujitsu, and what I realize is that. You know, like fighting is like it's just it's in my blood. Like if it, I because I hadn't fought in like over a year. Yeah. Because up until a year ago, I think I stopped after when I got divorced, when I separated. I went back for a couple months just because I needed to release some anger. But after that, I I did other stuff. So, but I'm realizing that really, um, my update is when I'm fighting in some way having that physical endorphins happening for me is what makes me so happy so ever since i started jujitsu i've been so happy so that's my update i'm so excited so now i'm gonna go two to three times a week yay watch out that's awesome i feel like we're a good team because you can fight with your body and i can fight with my words like nobody else (laughs) (laughs) don't argue with me um no that's so awesome i'm so happy to hear that like that's really good and we should we're definitely gonna focus this more on another episode for sure yeah no that's it's serious because a lot of women do deal with that kind of stuff yeah knowing how to protect yourself and also just the whole i think like to get into the psychology of you know different situations we've had in our life and that will be a good show so yeah but to totally shift gears right now we're done with our updates yep yep okay so we obviously have let go of our non-political yeah. aspects of the show. But we, but we are not, not experts. We are. Uh, come on. I don't even. I never took political science ever. I did. It was like one of those. Did you? I took this whole class on American presidents, actually. It I was, never did. It was fascinating. It was such a good class. Um. Anyway, we are. We couldn't. I mean, we have to talk about the election. Like, we have, have to. We Yeah, we can't not. I mean, we spent. That's like my really why at first I was like, I don't have an update. Because that's all I want to talk about. Because this week was so crazy and amazing i mean like so i'm I'm trying to even it seems like the longest week ever too so tuesday the first day of the election we didn't i didn't work can um, we talk about what we did what on we that? did no we're gonna yeah i'm just kind of i'm like i don't even know how to get into this conversation how like, about so but emma, i had to watch all this right. stuff that was the only thing i was gonna say is that it's now working in public school i had that day off like i've never had that so i actually had to like intensely focus on i was working the whole day Trying to not start drinking at 9 in the morning, which I didn't until 4, so I was very proud of that. And when she did, <laughs> she came to my house later when I was done working. I was so... We, I, I'm going to say I. I was so nervous. Emma was so positive. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. She was already I, crying when I, I came over. I was totally crying. I actually had tears in my eyes, but, you know, I'm a crier. So, <laughs> but, so um, we, uh, we finished a half a bottle of tequila. Yeah, and that was after I had already drank wine since four. So yeah. Super proud of myself. I was so nervous and I didn't sleep. It was horrible. It was like I was going through a breakup. Well, that's, I f- it was that's horrible. Why I feel like we're talking about it because this week was such a friggin' like up and down. I mean, like from starting at night, 9 a.m. or whatever and watching, you know, on Tuesday and then getting to like. And so my thing about being positive is I, I really. Okay, when I'm intuitive, I'm good. I mean, that sounds stupid, but when I feel something and I feel it, I know, you know, I know that. So I'm watching, you know, on Tuesday, and obviously all the people who voted for Trump, you know, the day of, because he said to do that, it was more powerful. There was more votes for him, and yeah, you know, that's when I was shitting my all pants. around getting very like upset. Like my parents, who I talk to a lot, or who um, are both, you know, 
they, I don't think they would care me saying they're both Biden supporters. They and I love like that they went to a different state. They to went to vote. Michigan to vote, not out of any fraud. They have a house in Michigan. They Let's are be there. Clear. They belong there too. Yeah. Yes. We, but we don't want your Trump parents are so in. amazing for that. Yeah. So they went and voted. It was very cute because they actually are very conservative about coronavirus and worried Tell about you, that. Tell what your but mom they, like, said went, about you know how. They went to the voting polls and like went and voted. Yeah, and it was cute because later talking to them. They were very positive at first, too, and they said, um, we predict Michigan's going to go for um, Biden by two. That's <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. You know? So it was cute that they felt, like, super powerful in their voting and, like, the whole, you know, the whole thing. So they're positive. Everyone's positive at first. And then they... And then we start seeing It's always been a thing with my, with my mom, too. Like, she's kind of, like, more of an anxious person, but she can be a little negative. So she just, like... Things go wrong, and she's like, fuck it. Maybe it's the lawyer in her, but she was like, oh, no, this is going bad. You know, this is... And Layla and I were so positive. I just had, like, a good feeling the whole time. Layla came and gave me a hug because, you know, like, I was crying. (laughs) I was seriously... I had, like, tears in my eyes when they came into my house. I'm like, oh, my God. And Layla gave me a hug. And Layla, she goes like, oh, it's going to be fine. Or whatever she she said. You guys were so positive. We were so positive. Like, we came over all in our blue. We tried to wear all blue and came over and... And I had a bunch of red, apparently. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you were wearing red. That was strange. I think we, we posted a really cute picture on our um, Instagram forty sexy conversations from that night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had to like. But I was almost like a crazy superstitious person too, like because I watched CNN. It was also like an addiction too. Okay, so it, just the coverage of anyone it's who's been. been watching. So you were watching something else, which was very like blah blah blah. blah. CNN, their whole. And I'm just yeah. like amazed by these people because. There really hasn't been a lot of news lately, and no. the, I still watch it. and I'm getting totally sucked in because they and they just keep showing the numbers, and they keep oh, yeah. realizing that is their yeah. whole game. And each time you think that there's going to be this big revelation about the numbers, but now they're not, and it sucked me, and it's consumed so many hours. So I feel like, um, yeah, we came with the positivity. You did. I needed because I was already seriously crying. Yeah, and then we drank a shit ton of. A lot of alcohol. Tequila. I, that was some really good margarita, though, I gotta say. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. I found the perfect recipe now for a margarita, thanks to the election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had plenty of tries. To oh, that should have been your thing for the game later. Ah, <laughs> right. The drinking games. <laughs> yeah, we have a fun, like, little thing later. Yeah. But, yeah, and just, like, walking through the week. I mean, that was that was so fun also. Like, just as you as my friend, I couldn't wait to share it with you, like, you know, like, after basically, because I didn't work, it was weird, I was home, like, watching it all day by myself with Layla, but then, like, I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to go to, your, you know, Joe Marie's and, like, share it with her, and that was special to sort of have that feeling, because the only other person I truthfully feel that way is Lola, and she's in, which, by the way, I want to give a shout out to oh, Lola. Oh, yay, my hero! Lola volunteered at the polls. She was, yes, like, an official election yes. judge, and was there for, like, 15 hours on election day, like, oh. and, I mean, I feel like I've been going a mile a minute. Uh, I'll like just say this and then maybe I can, I don't know what we're just talking, but the whole thing about the counting of all this, all these votes and how important that is and people like Lola or anyone else who went and volunteered, Mm -hmm. Um, or counting people. votes, honest people, just regular people, right? That are who want we, to do the know, right thing, counting votes, and that's what they're doing. And yeah, you know that to me that seems just so heroic at this moment. Absolutely, and, like you know, I like. I'm just, you know, in awe. Like, I'm like, wow, you know, that that's the way that this election is rolling. That there hasn't been, like, serious problems with voting and, yeah. you know, that we're, we're, I mean, obviously we're winning. Like, 
we are Democrats. I don't think we're going to even pretend anymore. <laughs> but, you know, that that's the way that we're yeah, winning is like the slow and steady and also the right way. And that makes me so proud of our country and people and hope yeah. is restored. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, we're we're really doing this cleanly. Mm-hmm. But then, in fact, I think, too, like some of it is like a little bit of fear. I mean, oh, I'm so fearful. Yeah, but also, like, okay, before I jump into the fear thing, the, but the clean part, like, I feel like, the you know, just for me, and a lot of, the last four years have been so dark and frustrating, and there's been so much hate in the world and all these things, and, like, there's been a lot where every single time I felt like the big bad wolf was winning, like, you just are, oh, you know, yeah, total jerk and do these terrible things, and you keep on winning, and, you know, like, I feel like this year with just, like, we're winning because people actually voted for Biden, you know, people came out and voted and that was important. And that's the way that we're winning. And it just feels like everyone, you know, and I'm a teacher and I always tell people this, just take the, the high road, you know, don't fight in the gutter with somebody. It's like when they go, when they go low, <laughs> we, go high. we go high and you know, everybody wants to be like, I go lower and I think it, you know, grab sometimes, them by the pussy you know what? and drag them just, into the gutter. Right, 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 right. Lock her up. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Stop the vote. No, keep counting. (laughs) Stop the vote. Keep counting. Stop the vote. So. We digress. (laughs) We digress. And now I lost my train. Oh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought now about that whole thing. But anyway, I've just been like, you know, really appreciative of the people that are voting. And then also, oh, yeah, I remember the high road. So like that, hey, you can actually win sometimes by being a decent human being who does the right thing. Like, I'm sorry to say that, like, like. Yeah. sarcastically yeah. but in my life has been a lot of examples of people being whoever's the bigger asshole wins and like this is nice to see this different unfolding differently yeah yeah i mean i don't know if they win i think it's just when you do the right thing it takes, takes a little bit of time for, time and patience for, yeah patience is the mother of will i don't know what the hell that means but <laughs> it sounds great um you said that to me the other day. yeah no i do know what it means i don't want to get into it okay but, <laughs> It's a little too philosophical right now. I don't think Trump would understand you that. You know, it's too much right now. Let's just go back to what we were talking about. Um, are we to the hopeful part? Well, I, I'm just... All my things that are tied to hope are, honestly, that seeing the country do, take action. I know, like, one of the things I was super frustrated about in 2016 and has been a frustration, but 2016 especially, was people that, like, were like, I'm not going to vote. I don't care. I don't believe in this two-party system. And I remember being like... Yeah, but this is important because if you don't vote and Trump gets elected, it's going to be a joke. And obviously nobody thought he would win. I don't even think he thought he would win. Um, yeah, that's what I heard. But, you know. I voted. Like, I voted. To, to to know, like, there were so many stories about people waiting 10, 11 hours to vote in, like, Georgia. And, yeah. You know, like, to know that those votes are literally counting. Like, there is somebody counting each and individual vote. Like, all those little stories, like the 92-year-old grandma from Chicago who, like, right. had to drive to Michigan to vote for six hours and made her grandson, like... That was like, lovely. That vote counts. Yeah. You know, like, all of them. So I'm, I'm like, very um, excited about people um, taking... You know, just just doing it the right way and following what our country set up that I do believe right. is a good system. And, and, you know, like for me being an, an immigrant, you know, I take that seriously because it, as an, an immigrant from a third world country, you know, I'm not an immigrant from Europe. <laughs> not that there's no third world countries in Europe. I'm just saying, you know, um, it's valuable to me to be able to vote and feel like, and I know, you know, my vote, my vote counts and... No, there's. I wish I could explain it more, but it just, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I, for me, I get 
I get the importance of being an American. It really, like, it's just, you know, God, every, pretty much every third world country wants to be in America. You know, everybody wants to be an American. Even now, I think. Really? I think so, you know, aside from the coronavirus. We're like I was going to say, because we're banned from most other countries. Ah, that's just because of coronavirus. Although I got, at the end of our game, I got to tell you my joke that I learned today, because I love telling jokes, oh, that was from yeah. my friend in France, which just made me realize how much everyone in the world is watching this election. Right. Like, I don't personally have right. a joke about the French president. Like, he had a really funny joke about American politics. He's a very smart, amazing guy. I should send him our podcast, actually. He would definitely listen. Oh, um, I know He's that. a fascinating guy. We'll have to talk about it at a different time. But anyway... Um, he had this whole joke just about American presidents, which I'll share at the end. And um, that was, you know, it is like a lot too that I didn't think about the world is watching because like we, I mean, our country I think is like, it's a democracy. It has all these underpinnings and the like laws and rules to be a great country. And then the last four years we're like, whoa. What the you fuck know? happened? <laughs> like, whoa, this can really go bad when, you know, like I think about like being a party when there's like a bad DJ all of a sudden and like the vibe is just fucking killed for everybody. So there's a lot more um, like hate and racism thrown into the party all of a sudden. Be a really terrible party. But right. you know what I mean? Like this is an important American right. And I don't know that everyone has appreciated it until this year. And just seeing so many people come out and vote is like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like... Yeah. My middle child today, after it was just today, she said something along the lines of why is this so important or something like that for the world. She said something like that. And I had to tell her, I'm like, okay. I was thinking, how can I relate this with her? I was like, well, see, I was telling her, America is like the most popular girl in school and she's also the president of the class. So whatever she does, the rest of the school has to pay attention to. That's America. (laughs) She's like, oh, you know. Sorry, I just had a bad reaction when he said, because I was thinking of Trump as the most popular girl in school. But yeah, but that's basically what it is. Yeah, Yeah, you know, know. know, like the president of, you know, the most popular girl in school, she sets the trend, you know. Oh my God, did you see what she, you know, she's wearing the miniskirt. Oh, it's cool to wear a miniskirt again. You know, it's like, (laughs) that's what America is. I'm picturing Trump in a (laughs) miniskirt. That's not so bad. (laughs) I'd rather see him in that than where he's doing anything presidential, right? But you know, so that's and I, I guess because you know what, you know, me again, third world country in the Philippines. You know, I just had such a different vision growing up. I had such a different vision of what America is compared to, let's say, even Emily. You know, or my friends who are born and raised here who are Americans by birthright. You know. And, um, and anyway, it's just, it's, for me, it's, it's, it is, it's, I don't know. I have such a different, what is that relationship to voting where it's so important. I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. No, it totally makes sense. And I, and I've wished, I guess growing up in a family that we are probably like maybe minority, what I've learned in a lot of different situations that voting was super dreamt in my head about how important that was and that that's a way to express yourself. And that is like every citizen's right in this country, like it's amazing for some, you know, for anyone to appreciate that, especially if they come from a different place, you know, which is like, you know, just my little comment too, like, um, you know, for people that didn't, I don't know who you people are that didn't vote this election. I don't think I know any of you, but if you didn't, I don't know what to say other than I do feel like it's a little bit, you should, it's a little bit of like your privilege then, like you're lucky to live in a country that it wasn't so important for you to vote, I guess. I think it's slightly entitled. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. I hope I'm not like offending anybody, but 
I mean, I just, I think it's such a basic, important right. So that's been my huge, like... So I think as you were talking, I think I realized a part of it is like, you know, it's so great to be now a part of this uh, country that I feel that I, I'm actually, I can make a difference in. Yeah. You know, like, whereas in the Philippines, it was just, you're kind of, you know, we, we we supposedly vote, but, you know, it, it, it we it's it's not... Anyways, we supposedly vote. Let's just put it that way. Right. I, you know, I never, even as a child, I was, I was a child when I left the Philippines, but I just knew that we didn't really count. Right. You know, it was always the rich people. It, it didn't count. But somehow in America, I do believe that every vote counts. And, and we've just, seen it. Like, yeah. Seen it every you know? vote. Like, they're like, oh, we got to wait that's for the so special for, like, to our me. service you know, members who voted abroad and we have to... You know, figure this out, and there's people that went to yeah. hear their votes this year. You know, like right waiting. You're like, oh my god! Like so coming bad. back. Well, that's I guess when I didn't even know this until watching CNN for nonstop. But I guess that's when like so you know you you do a provisional ballot for a vitality, like you lost your license, you whatever are doing a provisional ballot, but then curing it is actually I guess like going back and fixing. The oh. vote is from what yeah, I, I saw that. But like ladies standing were in line yeah, for like bro. hours to prove yeah. like yes I that am was this my, person mm-hmm. and that was my vote. Um, you know, I just, I don't know, I'm I'm just so, like, it, you know, I'm honestly impressed with our country. and Yeah, and it's not um, to say there's no corruption. I mean, I'm not, you know, neither one of us is, like, you know. Oh, yeah, it's not perfect. Yeah, it's not that. But, but it's, it's not, not perfect, but it has been pretty invaluable, like, this year. Like, there is not a lot of anything. And there, you know, yeah. there was certainly worse in 2000 with, like, Florida and its whole hot mess. Also, don't want to offend anyone in Florida, but I'm a little, like, kind of, like, not a... Whatever. I can do a whole show about reasons I don't really like Florida. But also, like, you know, the voting in 2000 was a hot, hot, hot stinking mess there. And, like, that, you know, like, at the time, Gore eventually sort of conceded because he didn't want to, like, go and get into this huge legal battle. But everything here has been pretty, like, clean. Yeah, I think pretty, I like, think that's because, you know, hopefully, I feel it, it seems as if America is learning, you know, from each election. And we see where the mistakes are. We know and we see where it could be headed. We're, we're preempting all of that and we're fixing the past in, in that way, too. Yeah. And that's part of and, democracy that I love. And our amazing president had given us many warnings ahead of time, which right. I just... Also our think fearless it's so leader. Funny. Our fearless leader. Like, first of all, if you're going to go... I mean, now what I see as everything is unfold, you're going to attack, like, a system and say that it's not good. Okay, well, word to the wise, don't announce that to everyone in the system that that's what you're going to do right. well before it happens because you put everybody on alert that you were going to complain that the election was corrupt and that votes were whatever you were going to do way before. So I think also people were like... We have to prepare, and I think oh, yeah. so many people did that in like a grassroots kind of like way of like we're not gonna like our you know our shit's not gonna stink as far as like we're gonna just follow the rules and do what we need to do so there can't be an argument there, and um you know even CNN like not really calling or projecting anything from right is like being very conservative in this you know way so I think it's funny too like his strategy of you know like no sneak attack yeah like I'm just gonna like freaking say. Well, that's the thing. That shows right there that we as uh, we as Americans are learning. You know, we learn from our mistakes. We, it's such a great thing. And that's part of democracy, to be able to learn from it and do something about it. Yes. You know, whereas, yeah, somewhere else that, that wouldn't happen. So Sorry, it's not I just a, had to make a note about our little game later. Yeah, it's not a perfect system, but it's a system that makes me feel like I matter. 
I agree. No, watching this, I, I totally feel like that. And then, you know, I think that's like the big, a, a huge thing that's been going on. And then the other thing is too, like, I mean, just the actual change, like as far as we're voting someone in who's, I mean, we're doing this on Friday, November 6th. That's yes. when we're doing this. So like there hasn't been an official call for no. who's won this election. And we were very hesitant to even like bust open champagne or talk about it. But at this point, it seems like we can celebrate that Biden is most likely going to win the election. I don't know if that means Trump's going to fight it and what else can unfold after that. Right, but we're know. safe and secure in that. Um, yeah. You know, but so then also there's like this change of leadership, too, and just this different tone of somebody who's reasonable and wants to work with both sides. And a woman, a woman of, of color, of color, being her vice president. Who might possibly be our next president. She might be our president. But like, hello. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge thing. In 2016, as a woman, like, too, like, my daughter was like, Hillary's going to be the first woman president. You know, that was so exciting. And like, that didn't happen. No. Or, you know, whatever. But now it's like, wow, we have a woman as vice president, you know? Right. Yeah. Yay, we're not much closer. <laughs> we're, we're getting slowly closer. Slowly. Slowly. Slowly closer. But again, this is that hope, right, that we started off with that we're talking about um, in our podcast, that this is about hope. And, you know, this election really has given me hope. And and in so many other ways, like you know, in my personal life, somehow I th- it feels like the universe is all, it's all tied together. <laughs> you know, like as I see that Biden is going to win, is the winner, is our president. You know, my life is also having a traje- trajectory of positivity, yeah. of hope. You know, finding like me, for me, even just realizing that I need fighting in my life and i don't mean like ah, like i mean like well, actual... maybe you need fighting now because you're not gonna be mentally getting fucking kicked in the head by all the dumbass shit that our president is saying there's one you know what i mean like right? you could actually get out there that's like what i feel is like this huge load being taken off and now you can do other things so maybe your fighting is also like if you're not no longer having the mental battle yeah know? well that's one for sure but you know yeah definitely that's connected but you know it's all that that i think the election because in this the politics it impacts all of us as much as i want to say like we were saying earlier where okay we don't want to make this a political podcast but it, we cannot at this point because it affects us you know the coronavirus all of it it's made politics so embedded in our life the way it's not been in the past right and i also would say that i think that this president took politics to a different level of things that weren't just politics. They were like hatefulness and things that you couldn't like to me. I was The opposite of hope. Yeah. Like I can't not say anything about this when you get, uh, you know, when you make things and you you say things and do things that are like, that are racist, that are sexist, that are, you know, like I'm not going to stand by and not say anything. So I think that's part of it too. If we had a more normal president the last four years that just sort of chose some Republican policies and we were both Democrats, it's probably unlikely that we're it's going to factor into our podcast. Like, my prediction would be that once Biden becomes president, there's not going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. With politi- politics. Yeah, because it would have calmed down, right? We would actually feel safer. Right. But he was just so awful and made everybody sort of hate each other and felt like you were constantly on the defensive of so many things that it was hard not to talk about it. But I think you, this kind of ties into the hope. He, Trump... Me, like, you know, the higher, we have these hierarchies of needs, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, basic is would be shelter, food, uh, you know, physical contact, all of that. But somehow Trump flipped 
it on us, <laughs> you know, how you, how, the script, bitch. or the hierarchy of needs somehow just got really like, oh my God, he made everything about survival, you know, where, I, I, I don't know, he, he did, he did something, <laughs> I haven't quite wrapped my mind around it yet, but I think, you know, not, because now the fact that he's not going to be like what you were saying, he's not going to be inciting this stuff, maybe then the hope, for me, the hope is arising in, holy crap, maybe now I can just, Calm like, down. Live your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I felt like the last four years made me hate people who supported Trump. I hated them. I hated their agenda. I think I thought they were all racist and I just really hated them. Like, I was like, how could you support Trump? Like, that's just such a horrible thing to do. You know, like, and now that's, that's gone. Not that the Trump supporters don't, don't exist or like, Oh, there's actually a but lot I in Hawaii. Well, yeah, there was actually, yeah, our election wasn't as blue as Dude, it was exists. not. I, it was not, really sad, actually. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't, yeah. I mean, not I don't think it, yeah, that's not. That's but, not hopeful. That's yeah, not. that's not hopeful. But I also feel like there's probably Trump supporters that aren't terrible, awful assholes either. Like, there probably are. But, you know, like, just the way that he incited things and the way he made everything so divided. Right. And just constantly just fuel fire, you know, like, threw gasoline on a fire. Like, it just, all those things made it impossible to just, like, coexist with other people that might have a difference of opinion. And, like, I I have hope that I think that I don't need to have that hatred anymore and that the uh, people that are just going to be Republican, they're just going to be Republican. They have a different view of money than me or they have a different view on like our society than me. I don't need to hate them in the way that Trump brought up so much hate for me. You know, like I, I, that I think is hopefully gone and that doesn't need to exist. I don't know what the white supremacists are going to do. Sorry. Proud boys standing by and standing back or whatever the fuck you were doing. Right. Like, please. Well, we'll see. And then, yeah, then, then there's more fear in that. Definitely. Well, there's a little fear about what they might do. Right. Exactly. But not, not hopeful. (laughs) So let's go back to the hope. Right. But yeah, so, yeah, seeing the numbers for me is like the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. You mean seeing the numbers for the election? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Biden. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then, again, like how it's impacting me, maybe because I feel safer on a political and environmental realm, you know, like kind of going back to my own personal life. I feel hope more hopeful in that. Like, really, I mean, just the realization of how much a piece of me was I was missing when I wasn't fighting, um, that, that's so hopeful for me. It's like, no wonder I was, you know, I, I, I'm, I have a great life and, but something was kind of missing and I couldn't figure, I didn't know it until I went back to some sort of like fighting thing. And, um, now I'm like, Oh, that's what it was. And and like, there's this hopefulness that arises every time I figure out a piece of me. Right. And like when something's kind of lifted away and you no mm-hmm. longer have to deal with it, like, you know, like, I, I feel like that's a huge thing. Like, I have not felt like posting. There's been a lot of people that still have been posting some nasty things about Trump people and whatever. I don't feel I, I that I need yeah. to do that. Like, I can let it go to know that just he's not a president. I hope that some of the people that voted for him can, you know, hopefully they're not all fucking Move on. racist. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be a thing. Well, I think some people aren't. And they just yeah. liked him for, I do not understand the reason. So I'm going to go, like, it's almost like white people, like something else that I strongly don't understand, like Hello Kitty. Like, I'm just going to, like, really try to chuck it up to that. Like, Hello I don't Kitty's know why. Cute. Okay, okay, see? And we can It's an Asian thing. It's we an can Asian differ thing. on this and not have a big <laughs> argument. But, like, why <laughs> anyone like Trump that wasn't some abominable racist, like, then, you know, whatever, that's their, I guess, their own thing. Right. But moving forward, they don't have him 
to do, you know, so like, yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm just happy about that. I agree. I agree. I agree. So should we go play our game? Sure. I don't know if it's so much of a game as yeah, what right. we're going to do is we're going to say oh, sure. the things that we will miss about Trump. Yes. Is farewell to Mr. Or, or aloha because normally aloha. that could be hello yeah. or goodbye. So we're kind of goodbye, but we'll aloha, miss Aloha, Mr. Fearless President of ours. Yeah. Number 45. Oh, God. You go first, because you wrote your so... When we did this, by the way, before, like, this is what our idea was, we talked about this in Germany. It was like, I got four in, like, ten seconds. And I, like, I took, like, ten minutes trying to think of some things. So, yeah, it's not really a game, but we just like to share the things that we will miss with... um, About Trump. The things that we will miss about our Mr. Number 45th president. (laughs) And the only way I know this because I forgot his number, is because I was watching CNN, everybody was wearing 45 and on their hat, and under a shirt. I'm like, what the fuck is 45 for? <laughs> Took me a second to figure it out. I was like, he wasn't born in 1945, was he? <laughs> oh my God, you haven't, well then, good for you, because you haven't read all the conspiracy theories about oh, like, Jesus. that number. I mean, there was a whole slew of Oh, QAnon, good kiss. Well, the, gov- the governor of Michigan like did do like a press conference with something about no 45, but I mean, it was obviously like, she doesn't like him. But she hates also, him. But he attacked her. Exactly. And, was and she, she almost got kidnapped because of him. Yeah. And she had some blocks that said, like, no, no, no 45. And it was like, somebody was like, can you believe she had that? And I was like, I can't believe that, like, just looking at the other way, like, these militia people in Michigan that were going to kidnap her. Yeah. And it's like, because she's a woman and trying to stand up for Trump. I mean, whatever. Anyway. So, so, so this is exactly what I will I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay. We're gonna miss the possibility of getting kidnapped okay. by Michigan militiamen. Oh fuck that! Um, so I almost got, got attacked by a you know by a homeless guy. Maybe and I'm he still is spinning. a member of the Michigan militia. We don't know. We he don't might know have been. He, he was from. a white. He was a white Did guy. Did he have a Aloha shirt? Because he had no shirt on. Oh. Oh yeah. No. If he was wearing a shirt, would it be Aloha? Because you know that's like a sign of white supremacy. Yeah, I know. Apparently. Know. Why not? We're in Hawaii. Yeah. No, okay. it wasn't Friday, so he wasn't wearing an Aloha shirt. Mm. Damn. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so the game. The things that we will miss about Mr. President. Number one for me is I'm going to miss his little man hands moving like a little puppet on the side when he's talking. <laughs> like, you know, I never notice he, like, he just talks with his hands <laughs> yeah. fanning left and right. And it's like, he's like a little, what the, the, the ter- Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> yes, he is. He's like a what giant is tiny hands. Yeah, tiny arms. His like, arms are stuck to his side when he's talking. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to miss that, though. I really am. Because I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. But it's okay. I can deal with it. <laughs> and Joe Biden doesn't so much talk with his hands. Like, Bernie's a tan talker. Maybe Biden, though, is... I mean, Trump is trying to make sure that he doesn't get Mitch McConnell hands. I don't understand. Like, maybe in the Republican Party, when you're, like, an absolute bigot, you just have to keep moving your hands around or they die. I find... Right. Well, I find that whenever, you know, Trump is on TV and he's talking, I'm watching his hands. I'm, like, not even listening to his words. I'm, like, always just puzzled. Why? <laughs> Alright, well that leads into mine. Uh, this I mean about yes. order, but yes. I really, really missed having a leader who mispronounced so many words, but yet had so many words to use. Oh, he was as someone who's a writer and as somebody who loves to I love to public speak. Like I love it. If I will just forget obviously like the podcast, but other things, I will totally talk in public. I don't have a problem with my words. 
But um, anyway, just seeing somebody who's the just such coming a out of your mouth. Oh with basic words where you're like, did somebody tell Yosemite. him? Yosemite. Like before, <laughs> before he did this like press conference, somebody didn't like think to tell him how to say, you know, I mean, there's just, I couldn't, that could be a whole show. We could just name all the words he mispronounced. That would be fun. Yeah. But I just feel like there were so many hilarious ones. And I mean, there's some we talked about before. Anyway, so I'll miss that. My, my second one, what I'll miss about Trump is all the Trump impersonations from all the comedians. I mean, every morning, I'm like, okay, what's Seth Meyers doing now? You know? Yeah. I'm going to miss that. And they the, did boys, such a great, yes. the boys. Like Stephen Colbert. They did such and, a great job. And um, Trevor Noah both like do this awesome totally. Trump voice. Seth Meyers, he does a great job too. Yeah, I'm sure they all did. And I mean, honestly, there's going to be stuff they're going to make fun of with yeah. Biden. I'm going to miss that. I think it's going to be less hateful and just sort of funny. Yeah. Yes. And so that'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to go. Mine are going a little bit out of order. Then I'm going to kind of piggyback on your one with, um, this is a weird thing, but I, I love, like, storytelling. Like, I love, I love just telling a story, and, you know, like, and some of that is making up stuff in the story that, you know, you want to make better for yourself or whatever. I'm, I actually yeah. write and I write short stories. And she does. That's she, does point, she does a great like, job. She does a great job. It's like, you know, you write something in your life, but you kind of add some things you want to. Anyway, so Trump just a crazy stream of conscious like, storyteller and um you know just coming out and saying whatever the fuck is in your mind and just ver- verbalizing just that vomiting the it. just kind of vomiting it out <laughs> like some great story i mean again obviously it wasn't a great story but it's just sort of like i, I mean it's like how children just tell you things like you know like i i don't know kind of like that so i'm gonna take that one my next one is kind of connected to that i'm okay. gonna miss learning about the many ways to break the law and get away with it. Oh, you have some good ones. <laughs> Dude, I've never met somebody that, well, that known. Not bad. Not, I don't hang out with people like that. <laughs> when you heard of somebody, I mean, he's like Teflon Don for now. Right. And I was going to say, so I'm so, I mean, I think all of us are so curious, like about like moving forward, you know, no matter what, nobody's going to be president until January 20th or whatever day it is in January, like mid January. Um, you know, so if either way, Trump has this like time of where he could do whatever the fuck he wants, which I think you said earlier too, is like, he's probably worried about going to jail. So if I'm him, I'm thinking of all the whale, the ways I don't go to jail at the end of this. Oh, if I do, I'm taking everybody down with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Um, all right, I still. Oh, you're done? No, I have one more. Oh, good. I still have. A f- I I have three because I guess I like came up with some. Okay, well, along with like that, as I um, like we said about the election earlier about like how he laid out his strategy way- well before the election. He was like, I think this election's gonna be dirty. <laughs> it's gonna be that, cheater, yeah, and I don't sure. like that. Whatever. I like that we have an enemy that lays out his strategy. So listen, that's before, how we're gonna do this before. Yeah. Anything happens. I feel like because of that, everybody was so, you know, prepared. Right. To make Thank sure you, that Mr. there President. was no hanky-panky. Yeah. We're more prepared for him than we so were I'm, for the I'm coronavirus. I'm going to miss the enemy <laughs> that just lays out their strategy. Right. Well, I mean, coronavirus, too. He's like, I'm going to go and spread this shit all over the place. I'm going to have rallies and not wear a mask and just spread it to everyone. And not care win. how many people I kill. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Okay. I, I can probably come up with more. But okay. My last one for now is okay. I'm going to miss the interviews of all the Trump supporters on um, the, the oh, Daily shit. Show. Yes. <laughs> I love it when the Daily Show goes like you know just puts um, them Jordan on Jordan Kepler. Yeah, that's it. Yes, put someone on the spot. To, he had to spend like the whole year going to Trump rallies. 
Dude. Oh, there's, I mean, if you have He's time, awesome. We should post, actually, someone sent me, like, a Jordan Kepler, like, highlight role. We should post it on Oh, Instagram. we need to. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. I gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that, actually. They're so funny because... My God, you're being insulted. And they're like, yeah, no, no. They didn't get it. They were like, yeah. yeah, I am voting against my own agenda. We do respect women. Like, what? No, I think a woman shouldn't be president. This is a woman talking. No, because yeah. she's menstrual or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think we watched the same one. She was like, because she might just incite a war. Because she's, because got, she's having she's, a bad day. She's going to have the code for the nuclear code. And what if she's having a bad day? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. No, Jordan Kepler, Daily Show, watch it. We should link so it to our Instagram funny. for sure. We need to put more on Instagram anyway. So, okay, then I just have I'll, I'll I have one more, but the last one can end. Go for it. it. Go go go. Okay, so also speaking about dumb shit is like I think right before the election, this story came out, and I'm not sure how many people saw it, but I thought it was really interesting. So um, right before the election, somehow Ivanka's um, for, or no, I'm sorry, Mel. Melania's phone call, not Ivanka's. Melania's phone call. Trump's wife's phone call got recorded about how much she doesn't like Christmas. Fuck Christmas. She's like, I hate fucking Christmas. I don't want to fucking fuck about Christmas. Christmas. Who gives a fuck about Christmas? Like, fuck Christmas. Okay, and I'm sorry. I'm just going to admit this. I think there was a little part in her statement that I can agree with that sometimes, like, Christmas is, like, shoved down your throat. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to do so much shit for Christmas. So I think it's just a little funny. And I was looking forward to seeing her full-out <gasps> fuck Christmas What's in the What's she going to do this time? Right. Well, I feel like when you're on the way out, you're not going to care. I mean, it's even going to be Dude. more fuck Christmas. But I wanted to see like her Halloween fuck Christmas but still have to do it anyway. Right? Like, I, like I would, I would, I was waiting that for that. That is going to be so fun to watch Yeah, that was going to be doubly fuck Good. Christmas. <laughs> They're going to just burn down the White House. Yeah, I mean, just do. aside, I hope Melania, like, I hope she just is like, fuck you, Donald Trump, and just leaves him. But. I got what I needed. I'm taken care of for life, so fuck y'all. Yeah. Peace out. Okay, and then I'll just <laughs> say my random last one. Was just that there was, you know, like, with Hillary not winning in 2016, whatever, the Women's March, um, into, you know, like, that has been happening and women being united against a man who's oppressive fucking prick mm. has been amazing and, um, may, you know, it's nice to not have that reason to have to do that, but I think that was a cool thing. That was my last one. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, so that's our podcast, and hopefully you are all feeling hopeful as well. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we were hopeful, then we were crazy, angry. You know what I mean? There's Come on, lot. I feel like, hey, we honored Trump by being like Trump, by just saying yeah. whatever was on our mind. And you got to remember, like, okay, with the whole spirit of hopefulness, like, a year from now, what do you hope is always going to be different in a hopeful way? <laughs> a year from today, you know, oh, my God, we'll have a whole yeah. new reality. <laughs> whole new. A whole Yay. new Okay. So aloha. Aloha. Check us out on 40 Sexy Conversations on Instagram. Yes, please. Bye. Bye.